Hey y'all, your girl Shea Coulee here, and today we are catching up with my sister Monet Exchange. We find out how Monet is maintaining during her hot girl summer and gush about our obsession for the Real Housewives franchise. And we will also find out what Monet would wear if she hosted Pride Under the Sea. Stay tuned. Forever. Are top model fans born or made? Hi, I'm Shea Coulee, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I'm joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert, Maxwell Esposito. Hey, girl. How's it going? Hi, Shay. Monday was so fun. After chatting with Monet about the acting challenge and getting into all the drama and honestly just spending most of our time talking about loving Camille, I'm fully a Camille stan. I also (laughs) loved hearing you guys talk about Shake Your Body. I mean, that song is iconic, and I really feel like she was robbed. If Paris Hilton can have a solo career, I think Tyra Banks can have a solo career and also while you guys were talking about it i looked it up and one of the first articles i pulled up said tyra banks wasted six years of her career focusing on music so top model facts top model facts she started working on music in 1998 well she oh i know yeah not wasted six years she was doing other things during that time but y'all need to put some respect on. sorry that's that's what she said in those six years she was just, you know, in the studio. And sometimes things happen. Sometimes it it takes a while to to put together a masterpiece like Shake Your Back. That was actually her self saying that too. So um, according to Entertainment oh, Weekly. Oh, that was Tyrus? That was Tyrus Entertainment saying that? Weekly, oh. yeah. Why'd you do that, Tyrus? Spent six years chasing Y'all. the wrong dreams. Oh, no. <laughs> that really, that breaks my heart to hear that Tyrus said that. Look, okay, I, I feel like the same way that we... um um came back and rallied for Hillary Duff for Sparks. I feel like the the LGBTQ community needs to rally, come together to create the renaissance for Tyra Banks's Shake Your Body. We need to get that on the charts. I know that it's not streaming on Spotify, but I will check Apple Music while we continue to talk about this. And if it's on there, then I'll tell you where you can find it. Or even YouTube. It, it is, I don't know if she monetizes it. It's on YouTube. It. I think you need to just do a remix. You a sampled remix. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. We are about to go deep, deep, deep into uh reclaiming the hit that is Shake Your Body. Goodness. <laughs> anyway, I'm just I, I I'm I'm still just like thinking about how much fun we had on on Monday's episode. So I don't I don't want to waste any more time. And let's just get back into this because first we need to welcome back our guest, my sis. Monet Exchange. Hey, hello, Diva. Hello. Hey, girls. Hi. Oh, great. Thank you so much for joining us again. Welcome back to the show. Thank y'all for having me. This was, it honestly was so fun. Thank y'all for letting me relive my top model fantasies. 
Yes. Um, I have a question for you. Uh, you Let's know, see. you also um, are on a very, very popular podcast with our friend um, Bob the Drag Queen, Sibling Rivalry. How are things going over there? Things with me and Slob the Meth thing are going well. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny. We started this rivalry because Bob had moved across the country and we were, since like 2013, we like literally talk every day and he was doing this Asian American uh-huh. thing and we started the podcast as a way to kind of keep in touch with each other and because all of our friends would say like how they, they just get so entranced by these like debates Bob and I would have about literally <laughs> the most ridiculous, idiotic, mundane things. Literally, we had, one time we had like a three-hour argument about if Kesha is a diva and then so it became this like long thing we were like it was crazy so so that's where the podcast started and it's just been going since then and we we just we really enjoy arguing and debating and talking to each other so it just makes sense Yes, and it is really entertaining for all of us who love to listen. And I'm I'm really curious now that you brought that up. What is your stance on whether or not Kesha is a diva? <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know, I was saying that I think Kesha falls more in the pop princess category and not a diva. For example, Britney Spears is a pop princess, but I don't think Britney Spears classifies as a diva. And Bob, mm-hmm. Bob is a huge Kesha stan, and he's like, Kesha absolutely is a diva. He's bringing all these things. So it just is back and forth. But what do you think, Shay? I'm curious what Shay Coulee and Maxwell Esposito think. Is, is, is Kesha a diva? So when you say I'm that, going to have to go ahead. No, you go, go ahead. ahead first, Shay. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to know what you think, honestly. I'm going to have to say no. Um, I'm going to have to say that she is a pop princess. I feel like, honestly, um, I feel like you and Bob trying to discuss whether or not she is a diva is like that moment after she performed at the Grammys to her song, Praying, and Beyonce was clapping and Blue Ivy was like. (laughs) I feel like Bob is Beyonce and you're like Blue Ivy being like, she's more of a pop princess. Yeah. When you guys said diva, I thought you meant like she behaved like a diva, like she was like Mariah Carey. So I was like, oh, I don't, I've never really heard diva stories. I did not realize you meant, is she like a Cher, a Madonna? I mean, I don't know if Kesha is right. at that, but she's yeah, a pop but, princess, oh, but, definitely. But a, a, according to Bob, no, Kesha has all the things that these people have, and it was, girl, it was, I, we, we were going to do an actual podcast about it, because it was insane. It was insanity. It was insanity. I, mean, I think you guys kind of need to, because I almost want to text Bob right now and be like, I almost want to know <laughs> what are the qualifications <laughs> I'm not trying to pick a fight, Bob. I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm not saying that I'm choosing Monet's side. I'm just saying that one seems to be a little bit more accurate than the other. So I want to hear your perspective. And TikTok blocked Lady Gaga from getting number one with bad romance. And that is kind of bad bitch behavior. So... Wait, TikTok blocked Lady Gaga? They came out at the same time. And TikTok charted higher than bad romance. You're talking about Kevin Single. I thought you were talking about that. No. I was like... I just was like, TikTok was around that. <laughs> no, and like, how messed up is Kesha's team for not copywriting that before? They even spelled it the same way she spelled it. Bam. Oh, why? Yeah, that's why you have to have a really good attorney. Girl, girl that is the full T. Such yes, a mess. Because she could have been making bank off of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Getting all her TikToks. She needs to on. put that I mean, dollar sign back know. in her name. 
<laughs> wait, 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 wait. She took out the dollar sign? Yeah. Oh. She did. She's in the cryptocurrency now. <laughs> that was good. That Which, was because, good. Of, because of Shea Coulee, I have been looking into NFTs, and the whole thing just boggles my mind. Where the world is going, I, I legitimately... Like, this is crazy where yeah. we're at, the NFTs thing. Because one I of know. the top model girls sold the NFTs, right? That's how we can start talking about it. Yes. Uh, 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 Allison. 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 Yeah, with the eyes. Um, she sold two um, selfies of herself um, on NFT and made $130,000 over the sale insane. of those two NFTs. Yeah, I'm telling y'all right now, if y'all don't know, y'all need to get hip to the game because this is how this is how people be getting rich. <laughs> Tear. Because I'm like, I had to go on to Drag Race twice to do that. Girl. She just took photos in her living room. <laughs> years ago. Like, years ago, she took photos in ago. her living room and is now making That's that crazy. money. I listened, I listened to this. To uh, to this. only to this financial podcast thing and this guy this 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 new york times writer he heard about the nft thing and he was researching it and he literally sold an nft of the article that he wrote for new york times that's available everywhere anyone can go access the thing but he sold the nft for it for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for an article he wrote about nfts it's crazy that's mad. dang and people out here showing their booty holes on OnlyFans, even though i completely support that you know? <laughs> but damn, you, you they're out there giving it for like nine ninety nine a month, and I'm like, well, do you know you could just write a really good paper. You, Girl, or you could have written a be, really good paper. Like grab yeah. that third grade essay you did and put it on an NFT. Honestly, you are not wrong. I'm about to find that video of me in the talent show from 1997 singing um this little lot of mine. I'm like, I'm selling NFT. <laughs> Who wants it? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, maybe just like a cursed drag image of me just looking so bad because I feel like Ooh. somebody who dislikes me enough would want to own that image. I should NFT a picture of me in the sponge dress. <laughs> Bitch, somebody somebody will pay me money for that for that NFT girl. You should NFT a digital rendering of the sponge. Shay, I'm y'all think I'm I'm about <laughs> I'm not playing. I need to get in on this NFT life. It's wild. Um, uh, and also too because we were talking about this when we were uh, working together last. But you just recently moved to LA. I did, Shay. I moved to LA. I made the jump. Um, I've been living in LA for a month and a half now, and um. I love it. Honestly, literally, I just get so much more space than I have. It. Well, you guys live in, you, you live in Chicago, so you have space. I did not have space. I was in all pandemic long. I was in this two-bedroom apartment. Me and my cat, she's eating up my couch. She's like her little box <laughs> here. It was just too much. I needed like more space in my life. I went to LA and also back in New York, I had a car for like the longest time. Like even back when like season eight was on, like when, when Kim Chi or Naomi would come to town, I like picked them up from the airport because I like had a car in New York and I loved having yes. my car. <laughs> but now I have my car again because because also part, I don't know how it is in Chicago, but having a car in New York City is literally 
it's like a, a money pit. Like there's all these yeah, I can only imagine parking rules. Park oh yeah, it was crazy. I was like losing. I was hemorrhaging money from having a car, so I had to give it up. But I moved to LA, and I have a, like I just feel like I have like a full life again. Like like I'm I'm a normal citizen again. You know, I love that. Okay, so you yeah. are you back in an automobile? Yes, I am back in an automobile, what? girl. I don't have a car. I don't have a car right now, but I do miss driving around singing in the car. Because, like, the bass on your butt in a car, when you really bumping it, <laughs> I could go on a whole world tour driving to work. Girl, girl. that's, like, the primary reason. Just to, like, literally just put my music on and, like, sing at the top of my lungs in my car, screaming, yes. and just living my best life. I, I, I love it, love it, love it. It makes traffic more tolerable, um, for sure, to be able to just scream your songs in traffic. Oh, for sure, for sure. It was... We were actually, um, Dan and I were walking to the gym this morning, and there was this queen in a, a little Fiat uh, blasting Madonna's Vogue, like, stopped at the intersection. And, like, we even turned and looked, and, like, bitch was, like, hitting all that, all the way. She was going <laughs> off. And then, like, I even locked eyes with, like, this sister that was, like, waiting for the bus. And then we all were chuckling. We were like, you better get it. Have the best day of your yes. life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just, I, I, I really enjoy it. Also, the weather is good. Because this, let me tell you something. I don't know about Chicago. Though This past winter in New York, and again, I'm born and raised in New York, was brutal. It snowed so much. It was so cold. And I was like, get me the fuck up out of here. I gotta go. That's why I escaped to um, LA for a month because the, my back porch was really just like one big old sheet of ice. So I definitely understand why you had to get out of New York and get into some sun for some some peace of mind. See, I'm already sure by Chicago. The fact that you it was like my back porch, bitch, I have never, and I would never in New York. <laughs> You're like back porch, back porch, <laughs> girl. Oh, jealous. Man. Jealous, jealous, jealous. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you some pictures of my back porch. We're gonna take a break. And then <laughs> come back. We're gonna gossip a little bit more. My gal Monet will be right back. We are still here, myself, Maxwell Esposito, and our girl, Monet Exchange. Now, Monet, a while back, you tweeted the idea that you and I should have a podcast where we talk about the Real Housewives All-Stars vacation season. Now, Maxwell and I are both pretty big Housewives fans ourselves here, and I think that we should definitely talk about some of the drama that these ladies have been involved in these days. First... Let's just talk about the All-Stars vacation season. How excited are you for this? Shay, I... It is going to be such good TV. I've already heard that literally right out of the gate, Ramona and Kenya have a, a full-on rumble. I'm like, this is about to be so good. You literally just answered my next question because I was really like, who are you most excited to see you go toe to toe. And I feel like everybody has just because they, I feel like everyone knows that we're like Ramona and Kenya will absolutely butt heads and we cannot girl. wait to watch that go down. Yeah, I the can't girls wait. With the, cannot wait. The girls that can't pick a room together in a house? No. <laughs> like just yeah. room decision alone between those two girls is going to be a whole episode and maybe yeah, a reunion special. Wait. 
Well, I just I just okay, finished so- watching the, the the Housewives of Atlanta reunion special, and I had to be very Ooh. honest. I started out this season feeling bad for Drew. By this last episode, I am over Drew Sedora. I'm not a Drew fan. The misogyny and blaming uh, Latoya for the actions of Latoya. This- Profit dude is insane, Perfect. and and also like doubling down on it. Even when Candy, Candy didn't really call her out for the misogyny and all of it, but she kind of was like, "It's wrong," and she was like, "No, it wasn't." And I'm yeah. like, "Girl, you have not, you didn't watch that back and realize how crazy you sound." No, no, yeah, because because then it still just became um this thing where it was. You know, oh, well, there were other prophets that didn't want to do our baby blessing because what was going on between them. And it's just all like, what? Girl. Like, you're, so you're, you're saying that because it's it's like this bad that like all of these prophets, all of these faith leaders now will not bless your baby, do a christening for your baby. You for real? I didn't, um, realize prophets, I didn't realize prophets networked like that. Like they were like, uh. that's what I'm saying. When Andy was like, when Andy was like trying to explain it, and he was just like, so what I'm hearing is this situation created a rift in the prophet community, which created problems for your baby blessing. And, and not only these were laughing, but Andy was like, no, I'm, I'm seriously like, I'm trying. To look. I mean, the prophet community, that li- the prophet community, that line. It threw me. It, it, it threw my wig off. It threw, it threw my me. imaginary wig off. <laughs> I was gagged. That shit was oh so funny. Goodness. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but, but yeah. of, of, of these, um, this dope all-stars cast, is there anybody that you feel is missing that you would like to see in the house? Ooh. <laughs> um, honestly, someone I want to see, yes, in the all-stars, but just come back in general. Two people. I she by Sheree. Sheree would just always be legendary to me. She's just so crazy. And um, when when is it coming out? Fall, winter, summer, spring, somewhere there like that. Like that. Girl, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so Fall, spring, Sheree, summer. And September, spring, summer. To, September, spring, summer. September, spring, summer. <laughs> I would also love to see Phaedra. I love Phaedra is one of the Best throwed, uh, uh, throwed. I mean, throwed shade throwers in all of Atlanta, and I don't care if they're rehearsed, but you know it was a team, a gaggle of queens and gay boys getting her uh-huh. together for her. I'm sure, but I would love to see Phaedra. But she gave well. the delivery, even if it was written, she gave the delivery. She knew how to deliver. That's all that matters. And I'm like, and that is that. You know, we 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 love, and I do. I miss Sheree. Honestly, I feel like Sheree if she was not a housewife, would be a really great storyline producer just because Sheree knows how to get things started. She knows how to, sure. how to, how to get these little storylines rolling and always come out unscathed. How she uh-huh. does it, being as messy as she, do, as she is, always comes out unscathed. I love it. I love it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 um, would, I love to see Sheree back on my screen. Do you, I have, do you watch Salt Lake City? Have you? I haven't watched it yet. You were telling me about this when we were together in uh, New Mexico. I need I need to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Oh my gosh, get into it just because <laughs> I, I just I need I, I just I, w- I want you to get into the Jin Shaw of it all because I'm sure you heard about all that went down with her. Yeah, something her about uh, no, something about like money laundering, something like that, right? Or am I am I off the thing? She was scamming people out of like student loan payments basically she'd like call people 
and like and there was like schemes too yeah and, and it was mostly targeted towards the elderly mm-hmm. oh that is so you messy you can't go messing with the old people yeah there she's like got voicemails of her being like hi this is blah 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 from this blah 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 loan place i'm calling you about your payment like please get back to us and there's all sorts of drama her husband is involved he called her and tipped her off that the police were coming Jen Shaw's message. Is she the one? Is she the one with like she married her grandma, her grandmother's boy, husband, a boyfriend, something like no, that? No, no, no. That that that's that's Mary Cosby. That's Mary Cosby. Got She's it. She's something got else it. too. Okay. She's something else too. I'm really hoping that some. Oh queen, word. See, that's Jen Shaw. Um, got it. I'm really hoping that some queen does Mary Cosby for Snatch Game because it would really give me my whole life. I would really, really <laughs> enjoy it. So, um, if you are a drag queen who had, who may or may not have been cast on RuPaul's Drag Race and are currently preparing your Snatch Game characters and you're listening to this and you're a black girl and you think you can do <laughs> Mary Cosby, I'm just saying. Important line. Important line. <laughs> <laughs> girl... I was like, yeah. let me just clarify. Girl, didn't need to know white queen. Oh well, well Shea Kool-Aid said that I could do it. Shea Kool-Aid said I could do it. Right. I was like, <laughs> disclaimer. Um, <laughs> uh, so what do we think about Portia and Simon getting together? Shea. When I saw that in the shade room, I was like. Baby. No. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's maybe. I was like, maybe Phelan's uh, husband had like a brother that. That looked like or whatever, but I was like, no, this uh-huh. is Phelan's ex-husband, which I didn't even know that they had separated. Uh-huh. Why would I know that? Um, and I was, I cannot believe that that uh, Portia, and apparently this all happened over like a month, and they fully engaged. Uh huh. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it for Portia. Look, Ooh. Portia, she clearly has the type. She likes a little little chocolate butter ball <laughs> with a lot of money. <laughs> With a lot of money. Portia knows. Look, look, look. I saw a meme the other day. These other women. (laughs) What was the meme? I saw a meme the other day that said, Portia, when she finds out that Simon is worth 40 million and it's the part of Jessica Simpson singing, I think I'm in love. (laughs) Wow. Like bouncing out, I think I'm in love. That is so good. You know she did. But what's so gaggy is a picture of Dennis and, and him and Portia all together, her hand is on Simon's, uh, you know, tummy and her hugging him a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, uh-huh. I, I, I can't believe that. I don't know. It's just it's just all so crazy. And that means this next season is about to be lit. Yeah. Boots. Boots. Um, yeah. I'm just like wondering if and when there will be a pregnancy announcement. Girl. Look at that. Girl. Yeah. I wonder if Phelan hasn't really ta- uh, spoken out about it yet, huh? You know, she def- they're going to have her. She may not be holding a peach, but she's gonna be like a Marlo uh, Latoya character next season for sure. Yeah, uh huh. Because look, Phelan's never really gotten much airtime before, but you know she's gonna get oh, it now. Oh, for sure, for sure. So Phelan, um, I'm just gonna say to you, use this as an opportunity to really negotiate your contract. You know, make sure you get a really good fee because they're gonna be wanting all your juicy tea, and they're gonna need you. They're oh. gonna need you, girl. For sure. I, so that's what I'm saying. No shade. I love Cynthia, but I cannot listen to another boring Cynthia storyline for another season. Cynthia has got, <laughs> and I love, she's stunning. She's funny. I'm, I miss Peter. 
I know he was crazy, but I miss Peter. Yeah, Peter was good. Peter, 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 Peter gave Cynthia some good, Peter, some good, uh, 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 so, yeah, some, some yeah. juice, some, 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 and also Peter was just really sexy. He was. Like, I just Ooh. really, Peter, oh God, I'm just like, I was like, I just know Peter would just oh, tear that ass up. girl, <laughs> that chocolate skin with that white hair, you know. White beard. White beard, mm. and he's Jamaican. You know Peter was fucking it up. Mm. Anyway, Peter, if you're listening to this, <laughs> if you're listening to this, um, and you do want to let us know if you really do indeed fuck it up, you can send us an email at beyondtalkpod at gmail.com. <laughs> Drop a picture while you're at it. I'll be waiting for that email, Peter. (laughs) Um, Oh my goodness. And and just speaking of, and I feel like that's kind of uh, what you were just talking about. Um, If you had to choose your least favorite of Atlanta, who would it be? Well, Cindy is definitely not my least favorite. And, you know, this has changed a lot for me. Like, because I Uh have, since day one, and I'm I'm happy this season they showed so many flashbacks of, like, when when Kenyon's Porsche um, first came on. Since day one, Kenya came on the scene, I've been a Kenya Moore fan. I've always been Team Kenya. (laughs) I do acknowledge this season. She got very wild with, like, the witch hunt at the party. But in the reunion, hearing hearing her explain why she was like, because if it was me... These girls would have went in on me. And I was like, okay, I get that. So you were like, okay, okay. So I've always been, Kenya's like my favorite housewife. And it used uh-huh. to be Portia was my least favorite. But for some reason, I'm really, I like I like Portia a lot. The past two seasons, I've been liking her a lot. So I don't know. Portia has really grown on me just because I've seen a lot of growth personally. Mm-hmm. Like she's somebody who has consistently since being on the show has gone to therapy has you and you've seen her do the work because look i like i love kenya too but kenya really does love to antagonize oh for Portia. sure and Portia used to fall for that shit all the uh-huh. time and to see the way that Portia just like i'm not doing that's that so anymore. true that's so you. true i'm like going there with you i was like that is such growth and i really think it took becoming a mom to like really bring that out of her and i love how much Portia has grown and i've loved her and Candy kind of like mending and coming back and like working on their friendship that has been really nice yeah. uh, to see. What oh, you know what? One random person I will say that I would bring back if I could. Cool. Um, Roger Bob. <laughs> Just sweating. I was going sweating every scene. I was gonna say Claudia. No, Shay. Claudia Jordan. Yes, only because, only because, only because Claudia literally to me is single-handedly the only one who has ever been able to read Nene. That is true. When they were on that vacation in Puerto Rico. That is true. She was just, Nene could not even catch her breath. Claudia just had her every single turn. I was just like, that alone, she should have come back for a second season. I don't know why they didn't ask her back. Okay. The way that she ate Nene at that dinner was everything. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. But overall, though, Spell she's a glory addition. <laughs> <laughs> overall, though, she's a Oh, you went to college? Edition. No. <laughs> she was. She was. Uh, she was. <laughs> yeah, but that she 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 had some she had some really good reads for Lenini. She got she she gathered she gathered uh Lenithia like a ponytail girl. She was like <laughs> mm. uh, Yes, yes, absolutely. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to play our favorite game called What Are You Wearing? 
We'll be right back. are chatting with my sis, Monet. Now, on Wanna Be On Top, we like to play this little game called What Are You Wearing? How this works is we're going to give you a scenario and you're allowed to pull anything you want from the pages of Vogue to the clearance spin at Goodwill to imaginary pieces you see in your mind. All to create an iconic look for this hypothetical scenario. Okay. Are you ready for the challenge? Yes, and now right. I'm, I'm in, in my mind. I'm, I'm scrolling through my head of what outfits from Primark I will I will be pulling from. <laughs> yes, uh, we mm-hmm. love Primark and the nails. All right. <laughs> so, Ellen DeGeneres is rebranding herself Ooh. from Nini to LGBT icon again. She is going to throw the biggest pride party in West Hollywood, and she has asked you to host and perform. You know she isn't really the most well-received person, but you know the gig would be fierce and fun. The theme of her pride party is Under the Sea. Monet, what are you wearing? Oh, that's kind. Okay, so in my mind, the direction I'm going to go in is going to be very Shea at... Nubia with the pink bow, the pink uh 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 gotcha um catsuit with the ribbon, the, the ribbon, the no, ribbon no. fantasy. But I'm gonna play on Flopsom and Jetson. So one side gonna be Flopsom, one side gonna yeah. be Jetson, <laughs> and I'm gonna add a little ostrich moment, a little ostrich feather in that same color and little areas to give me a little shimmy in the shake. So it's under the sea, yes. but it's still very so gay. Exactly, you know what I mean? Because you know, we, we all know Ursula is is it was queer, and Flotsam and Jefferson were uh, yes. were were allegedly uh, queer as well. So we're gonna do queer characters from Under the Sea. So Flotsam and Jefferson, because you know, no, Ginger Man's gonna show up. She's gonna be Ursula. I'm gonna be like, girl, really? Still okay, got it. Uh, so I'm gonna do um uh, 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 Flotsam and Jefferson. <laughs> mm-hmm. I live for that. I li- and you know, honestly, when we think about like the queer coding that exists with like all of our villains, I I like kind of like now I've realized on Halloween I've really been enjoying just doing Disney villains every year because they are queer <laughs> right. icons. And I'm like, oh, like y'all just wait, y'all look this Halloween. I'm about to Jafar this bitch the house down. Oh word. Well, I mean, it's about uh, to be uh, you. You fucked us up with Yzma, girl. We can't take. Girl, and I'm about to give you uh, uh, a number to Christina Milian's Dip It Low. <laughs> you're, you're not even ready. You ain't even ready for the beard. Oh, work. Oh, my God, Shay. Stop it. I was listening to that song today. What a banger. Ah, oh, Dip It Low. Ooh, Such a good a song. Yes. This a is a good song. time in life. For um, our fans that aren't old enough to remember, I'm sorry. I'm glad that you guys all get to live vicariously through um, the fact that a lot of the things that we're talking about are now coming back in trend. So, <clears throat> there, there, okay. I want to hear. There's nothing that makes me feel Go older ahead. than when I get on TikTok and I do those trends like, you're, um, you're old if you know these songs. And if, I'm like, oh. 
God, he's uh, like, it'd be like dipping low, like zero, one, two, step. It's like Misty. I'm like, oh my God, no, we're 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 there. I'm at that point where people think those oh songs from early 2000s, mid 2000s are old. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. I remember, I remember hosting a student um, event at NYU, and mm. it was like a bingo. And if two people had the same bingo, they had to do a lip sync for your life. And I was just like, okay, I turned to the DJ and I was just like, play Toxic by Britney Spears. He plays the song and they, I kid you not, Monet, just start looking around. Oh, my God. And I was like, wait. And then (laughs) I realized that when Toxic came out, they were three years old. Shut up. And I, it was that moment that I was like, I feel like everyone should know this song, but you guys were actually literal toddlers oh, when this came God. out. <laughs> like, Shay. oh, now. No. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. But you know what? We gotta, we gotta accept it. Wait, Maxwell, how old are you? I'm 30. Oh, oh my God. You have such a baby face. You, you look so young. <laughs> Thank you. I, when you said that you were like those songs are old, I'm like yeah, I hate those things too because it's like yeah I know they're old. They came out when I was 15. Like of course they. Yeah. Like, if you know these songs are old. Yes, I am. I'm 30 now. That song is twice my age, <laughs> or half my. Wow. Age. I was Maxwell just thinking, is I literally um, dragging me. Maxwell is dragging me. You are, you are assassinating me. I'm not sorry, you, I'm, Maxwell. Damn. I'm tra- I'm dragging the TikTok community, and that's only because I'm gonna wear skinny jeans for the rest of my life. So don't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> skinny jeans and joggers fit. Yeah. Um, Maxwell, what would you wear to Ellen DeGeneres rebranding Under the Sea um, Pride Party? Uh, pajamas, because I would be tuning in from the live stream from Instagram because <laughs> I don't know if I can attend Ellen DeGeneres' Pride Party, but prides are always so overwhelming for me. Um, I guess if I had, well, if I was had to go, I would probably just wear, um, probably like a G-string. What did I say I was going to wear to spring break with Tyler, with, uh, Oliver? Yeah. Whatever I was going to wear there. Some floss. I think he said floss. I would just wear floss. Yeah. So if I was under the sea, I would just wear floss because plastic. I'd be recycling and repurposing my look. Work. Work. Shay, what are you wearing? Um... Oh, okay. And the theme is under the sea. I think I'm um okay. I'm gonna pull. I'm, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be extra. Okay. You know, um, I'm gonna do some um like performance art. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be like Lady Gaga, and instead of being carried in in an egg, I'm gonna be in the shell that Ariel should have been in in that opening <laughs> number if she had not missed her call time. <laughs> I will never forgive her as a child every time I would watch that movie like hoping that for some reason that shell would open up and we would get to hear the number that we were supposed to hear at the top of the movie and I just always was like I'm so done with you I'm so done that's so I was like I'm professional so I'm professional that would be so fierce and they didn't have an understudy for Ariel either <laughs> I would just be there. I will say I kind of echo. I'd be inside a little that shell, like Shay shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of echo some of Maxwell's feelings. I'm like, if 
because I mean, I, I the Ellen cancellation it, it, it feels so fast. I'm like, if we could get police reform as fast as we cancel Ellen, life would be amazing. But I just feel like Ellen was on top, and she's just gone now. She's gone. Everyone hates Ellen. It's wild. Okay, I will say I have been watching Ellen's um, furniture competition show on HBO Max. Ooh, the furniture in there is really cute. And I mean, it's not like Ellen is in it a lot. It's definitely like they slapped uh, Ellen's name on it. However, it. I will say that the 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 artisans, the furniture makers, you know, w- w- the furniture designers, they're really good. Mm-hmm. And they made some really cute stuff, giving me good ideas. I wanted to watch I've... that. It looked really chic and fierce, but also I had questions it... about Ellen. So I'm glad to know she's not necessarily the star of the show. She just, like, talks from a, a couch via Zoom. They, like, watch her on a screen, and then she'll pop oh. in and be, basically tell them what their challenge is. And they're like, oh, okay. Got and then that's, it. like, it. Did she Got design it. the couch? Okay. What? Did she design the couch? Uh, no, Portia did. Oh, got it. <laughs> Portia <laughs> they, and Simon or do... Portia? Uh... Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maxwell, that's where my brain went, too. I was like, wait, Portia from the housewives? Um, I mean she does have a a, an art company where they print art and that was part of a challenge for people to make furniture to go with the art that her company prints. So um, Ellen Ellen also has a zoo or like her own like animal habitat in Africa. Didn't Portia buy her that for her birthday one year? Why do we need to stop buying all this property in Africa? I was just about Don't to say. Don't quote me on that, but I think that is what she did. <laughs> I don't want people getting mad at me like... about talking about Ellen, but I'm pretty sure they bought her like a big chunk of land to save ant, uh, like elephants. Well, I hope it's a great oh, sanctuary, and I hope that it's providing jobs for the people in that communi- community and stimulating their economy. And I hope that it's not just like uh, what do they call that? What do they call the uh, haberdashery? What do they call a habitat? <laughs> no. A menagerie? Is that a menagerie? Yeah, a menagerie. Yeah. 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 What did I say at first? A haberdashery? Girl. (laughs) Anyway. All I'm saying is, I hope that you're uh, stimulating the economy. Oh my God. The economy. (laughs) (laughs) In Africa, wherever this sanctuary is, Miss Fan. Miss DeGeneres. I'm just thinking of, I'm just thinking about like what song I would perform like at this party, you know, if I were to perform as well. And I'm trying to think of like what. I would, I would do, since I'm, since I'm Flopsum, is it Flopsum or Flopsum? It is um, whatever you want it to be. I think right flop. I would go with flopsum because that sounds like you would flop in the ocean, but I don't know. Right. I oh, would it's do flotsam. 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 Got child, it. Flotsam. I would do. Um, um, it takes two to make a thing go right. I'll do <laughs> that. I'll do that song. I'll do that. Yes. Shout out to Michelle. It takes two. Okay, I'm like, what? I don't know. I guess I would just go out there in my mermaid fin and do my neck, my back. I was gonna say you should do starships. Each because you're in the shell. Isn't that Nicki Minaj starships? Let's go to the beach, beach. Yeah, let's get let's go get away. That's Ariel getting away from her sister. Maxwell, not you orchestrating a whole number around the first line. Maxwell's like, the first line, we got it. That's it. We're good. 
Girl, there's a whole other... <laughs> Look, it's those first 10 seconds that you captivate your audience and they're going to be like, oh, she understood the theme right off the bat. Well, oh she was gonna, she's going to be Ariel coming out of an egg. So she was born on Earth. She gets the money. She goes all her bloody money and don't give two shits. I don't know. I'm just... That's the second line of the song, right? Maxwell, no. no. Okay, no. I tried. I tried. This was my <laughs> fantasy. Don't come over here and hating on my fantasy. <laughs> Flotsam and Jetson over there, whatever your name is. <laughs> oh my God. This has been so much fun. Monet, thank you so much for stopping by today. Can you please tell the children where they can find you? Yes, please follow me on Instagram at Monet Exchange, Twitter at Monet Exchange, and you can listen to Sibling Rivalry Podcast with me, with myself about the Drag Queen, and Ebony and Arnie Podcast with myself and Lady Bunny, all available wherever you listen to podcasts, girl. We're everywhere. Hell yes. And make sure that you come back Monday where we sit down with top four finalists of America's Next Top Model, April Wiltner. We are going to get all the tea on her trip to Milan with the Top Model team. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any Top Model facts or questions for me, Maxwell, our guests, or you just want to say hi, you can send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. And remember to subscribe to Want to Be On Top wherever you listen. And make sure to rate and review the show. It helps us grow. I'm Shay Coulet. I'm Maxwell Esposito. And as always, the question remains, Want to Be On Top? Want to Be On Top is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any other show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Want to Be On Top? Forever. Dog. To listen to Want to Be On Top? ad-free and Monday early. Sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcasts on social and rate and review Wanna Be On Top? Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch, I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna be on top? It's produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Shea Coulee. Produced by Maxwell Esposito. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 